You're listening to From the Clubhouse, a National Club Golfer podcast. Online bookings or roll-ups, paper or electronic scorecards, wherever you turn in golf it seems the conversation soon moves on to technology. How far should clubs go to adopt it? Do you dip the toe or dive headlong into a clubhouse of shot-by-shot scoring and digital leaderboards? However you might feel about it, tech is changing the world around us and golf will have to move along with it. But can it sit with tradition? And how can clubs manage the inevitable change? My guest this week to discuss this and more is Craig Higgs, International Managing Director for Golf Genius Software. If you've ever played an event on NCG's Top 100s Tour, or if you've enjoyed a round stateside, you will be familiar with a huge company's tournament management solutions. They've got Rory McIlroy as a backer, and they also provide the scoring for England golf's competitions. So who better to assess technology in golf, a sport where the digital revolution has been accelerated massively by the COVID pandemic, and look at how to handle it? Let's get stuck in. Delighted to be joined on the podcast by uh, Craig Hicks. Craig, welcome. Thank you, Steve. Great to be here. So for those um, listeners out there who might not be familiar with Golf Genius and the service that you provide, just give us an, uh, an insight into the company and what you guys do regarding technology. Uh, Golf Genius, um, you know, we provide, um, typically, uh, we've, we've always been known for our tournament management services software. We've been uh, providing that solution to about uh, 10,500 clubs uh, around the world, 60 62 countries, I think it is now, and um, you know we've we've also uh, moved that now into um, handicapping. We do all the handicapping for the USGA. Uh, we integrate with many different federations around the world to provide tournament uh, management to clubs. Um, so those are the, if you like, the core products. But but since that time, you know, we're now adding uh, many more. Um, products more technology into the the golf club um via retailing uh we've got a coaching product that is due out this month uh this year sorry um and from our point of view uh what we're trying to do is is to to help the club the club managers um in any way they can uh, bring more technology into the business so uh, we're very focused on that and um we, we put a lot of time and a lot of effort to as i say um bring bring that technology and help people use that to uh, to their own benefit and, and and that of their members so this is every kind of tournament software solution you can <clears throat> excuse me probably think of live leaderboards complete running of a tournament any kind of tournament that that someone wants whether it's a, a saturday stableford a medal or a Ryder cup style event it's it's the complete solution is it yeah, it is. Uh, we're, we're sort of known as, as the scoring guys. Uh, we'll provide uh, the software to run tournaments for golf clubs, for sure. Uh, that's the majority of our uh, 10,000 plus customers. Um, but w- within the, you know, the 700,000 uh, events that we run every year, we also do that work for the uh, 
the Legends Tour. Uh, we do that for obviously people like the USGA, uh, PGA, more locally, obviously England Golf. Um, but also outside of that as well, we'll be helping leagues and societies run their events. So, so our view is, you know, anybody that runs a golf event um, can use Golf Genius. And, you know, the nice thing is all of the learning is in the same product. So whether you're running that, you know, a society uh, golf day or whether you're a golf club, whether you're a tour, what we're doing is we're bringing that into one product and everybody benefits from, you know, the learning that we've had, you know, over the last uh, 10, 10, 12 years of um, helping people run golf tournaments. You've got a pretty prominent investor as well in the Golf Genius Camp. I'm thinking of uh, one Rory McIlroy. Uh, yeah, Rory, um, you know, we're very proud of uh, Rory's investment and association with the uh, the business. Um, he's, he's gone on record. Is um, He wants um, through. He sees the importance of uh, technology coming in. Many people call that uh, the dig digitization. Uh, but he sees with that 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 can bring more fun for, for golfers of all ages. And, um, you know, I think sometimes there's a there's a little bit of a misnomer that uh, golf is, oh, sorry, um, the, the technology is just for the new golfers, but but we're, we're very, uh, very sure that, and have proven that it's there for all golfers, uh, both young and old. Yeah, for, for the uh, sake of clarity, I've had the um, opportunity to use Golf Genius on a number of occasions, and Golf Genius obviously provides the tournament solution for NCG's top 100s tour, so we should say that right from the outset. Um, but I, I think it's brilliant. I, I, I really enjoy using it. It's very simple. Um, you enter your score on the app. You've, you've obviously still got the um, you still got the option of a paper scorecard. You can then see where you are in the tournament. You can. Um, you can uh, judge what you need to do right out there on the golf course in real time. Then you can come in. There's a huge live leaderboard usually on an LCT, LCD TV that gives you the opportunity to track it in real time. I mean, why isn't every golf club using this kind of technological solution? Because it makes golf fun, I think, anyway. Well, I, I think, you know, one of, the th <clears throat> one of the things that we're very, very, very focused on is to make sure that you know, we, we're not saying there's one way to run a golf tournament. Um, we understand that golf clubs and their members have um, different views on that. So what we seek to do is, is offer all services in one package. So some people, yes, um, get a great thrill from using the, uh, the, the scoring app and the live leaderboards. Other ones, you know, um, very good customer of ours, like Muirfield, they want to use the personalized scorecards uh, and do it in a much more traditional way. And that's exactly what we're, we're here to do, provide the tools to make the management of uh, that event much more efficient uh, and to provide to the members or the guests the type of experience um, that that golf club typically wants to provide. And um, we're very proud of the fact that uh, we have a saying, you know, where technology meets tradition. Um, we've got to make it easy for the, uh, the club manager and uh, we've got to help uh, the manager provide the, the experience that he wants, she wants um, for, for, the, for members and guests. So we'd say in that regard, we're very complete in terms of uh, an offer and a solution and we're always here to help. Um, we, we have to make using our product as easy as it possibly can be. Without wanting to be too stereotypical about it, do you think this issue is one more of an age divide? 
Um, it, it depends really on how old you are as to how or fair you are with technology. Now, I can't be you can't be blanket about that because I'm sure there are some listeners out there in their 70s and 80s who are on their smartphones all the time and, and use the technological solutions. Do you think, Craig, that it's depending on when you're born, how comfortable you are with technology and how prepared you are perhaps to use it in your leisure time and on the golf course? Uh, no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Although, um, you know, in my time of visiting golf clubs, I've seen a huge sort of uptake in terms of people of all ages uh, and genders using the phone and using apps. But no, you, you are um, fundamentally right. I mean, we say that you know, the big bang in technology was the uh, introduction of the Internet. That was 1994. If you were 10 um, at that age, you were what we call born on the web. And you're very comfortable and you use, you know, apps and, and the web and all those tools as, as though it, it, is, it is second nature. You know, if you're a little bit older than that and, um, you know, you get to, to my sort of age, which is, if you like, the, the generation before that, then it's a lot harder and it's not comfortable. So you've got, and typically, um, you know, the membership of, of golf clubs, as we all know, a sort of uh, 50 plus, 60 plus in, in a lot of cases. So their sort of comfort with technology is nowhere near uh, that of what we've seen as, as the new audience, the, the 30, the 40s uh, that are coming into golf, you know, maybe primarily a lot to do with COVID. They are totally, um, comfortable with technology, they want to consume, you know, most of their news and what they do through that technology. So we've we've got sort of definitely two sides to it. We've got the members who, you know, typically like what they do and have always done it that way. And we've got the new the new audience that, again, we have to bring into the game, and and they have to, uh, you know, and and they want to to consume golf through their app. And uh, it's that balance and. You know, it, it's a it's a, it's a real challenge for for the club manager to you know keep members happy, but bring in the the, the, the new members as well. So generally, yes, it it is it is to do with um, the the, the uh, customer uh, comfort with using technology. Yeah, you will talk a little bit about uh, what golf club managers can do to manage that uh, a little bit later on. You, you talk about it being them and us, and I don't mean that in an adversarial sense of the word. It, it's just that there are those who have grown up with technology and uh, there are those that haven't. Um, do you think that as time passes, um, the thems are going to outnumber the us's and eventually technology will just be all pervasive because that will be the generation that is currently doing its thing at clubs. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you know, there will be more of uh, them than us. Uh, no, no doubt about that. So it's 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 coming to every industry um, that, that we that we see banking airlines. You know, technology is here. It's here to make it efficient for, you know, um, the users, and it's there to enhance the uh, the experience of the customer. A tea sheet, the you know, the 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 tea sheet is a classic example. You know, booking online, and I know that's you know quite an interesting uh, debate within clubs at the moment. But primarily, the the tea sheet's there to sort of make it easy for many people to get there. The tea time they're busy that's what they want to do it's an easier way for them to do it um so yes uh primarily it, it is it is um to do with that 
uh, age. But what I have seen, as I say, is I've seen, and this again, uh, the result of COVID, a huge uh, surge in uptake of, of digital app. You know, it was a real catalyst to, uh, you know, get people moving forward. Um, I know in my club, you know, uh, when it when it was at its height, you couldn't enter a tournament unless you used uh, the app. Um, very quickly, there was uh, near 100% uh, uptake of using the app, whereas before it wasn't there. So um, it's, it's within everybody's capability. And, and I think um, we, we're definitely moving um, a lot quicker now uh, towards that point of um, acceptance. Yeah, and, and yeah, as you pointed out yourself, there's a real debate going on in clubs at the moment, specifically around online booking versus roll-ups. Is this just kind of like a blip in the path almost towards technology? Um, because we're, we're still at that stage at the moment where we've got lots of members who were used to a certain way of playing before COVID and want to return to that because that's natural for them. And yet you've got this younger breed, which for them, online booking is absolutely essential because they want to know the precisely the time when they play and so on. I think I think some I've got to be slightly careful with what I say because some of our clubs uh, are in that debate. But from from my personal opinion, you know, um, any any movement away from uh, you know an online booking system would seem uh, a retrograde retrograde step. Um, I think it's about you know what it what is the most uh, useful to the total membership, and potentially not not a, a fraction of that membership that that you know typically have always enjoyed it the way they've enjoyed it. And I think as if if clubs want to do that, uh, if they can you know get the opinion of you know the total base, the customer base. Then they're obviously free to do what they want. But for my for my stance, I uh, very much enjoy and find it useful to uh, book online uh, at tea time. Yeah, I mean, do you think that's the key? You've talked in presentations that you've given before about the quote difficult member syndrome, and you know, looking at the a minority of members perhaps who are having a disproportionate say in what goes on in a club. I, I presume from from what you were just saying there, you know, your, your view uh, would be ask the membership. And if the membership as a total make that decision, then you go either way, regardless of, you know, if they make that decision, then then that's what you do. Yes, it is. You know, at, at the end of the day, the club's there to do what the members want. Um, uh, you, you, I think you have to have, you know, um, near uh, total sort of uh, buy into any sort of, you know, uh, question or survey, um, because at the end of the day, you know, the club is there for the members uh, and, and so be it. Uh, again, you know, we have opinions, but at the end of the day, uh, the customer is king. And as long as all the customers have contributed, I think that's uh, totally, uh, you know, the way to go. Well, we're going to assume for the time being, at least, that technology is moving on in golf because COVID has shown it is. It that is. it is. Um, and, and, and there's a number of reasons for that. I mean, one of which we can talk about more forward thinking GMs at clubs, younger GMs who are more comfortable with technology and obviously members who want better service, more convenience and more technology as well. But but two of the biggest changes, one of them you've mentioned already is COVID-19 and the other is WHS, the new World Handicap System. So take me through those two things. 
how Golf Genius has adapted to COVID and WHS and how those two issues are just going to push technology on as we move away from the pandemic? Well, it was very, it's nearly two years ago now, isn't it, COVID, when it first hit? I mean, I remember, you know, we, we sat there as a an executive team and decided, you know, um, we have to uh, invest. So the first thing that we did when, when golf uh, shut down is we gave everybody a credit uh, because we knew it was tough. Um, you know, right across the 62 countries, everybody got uh, a credit from us because we understood that it was tough times and people didn't know what's happening. In truth, um, for Golf Genius, uh, COVID was a, a very good thing. It, it, it pushed people, although we were doing quite a bit in terms of personalized scorecards, it pushed a lot of people towards using uh, the app and, and the technology within that. And, and we found COVID genuine, genuinely and generally to be um, good for our business, just like I think it's been good for the, uh, you know, the recruitment and participation in golf, you know. People have come in uh, and seen our sport and, and generally COVID, whilst I understand it's been tough for the operations of, of clubs, you know, it, it's it's delivered up a, a, a new audience who are very keen to get out there, play golf. They see the benefit uh, of the great game, you know, that we're involved in. So COVID has definitely, you know, uh, supercharged a, a little way, uh, more a, a fair way, actually. Uh, what we call the digitization of golf. But the other thing that's come in, uh, as you say, is uh, WHS. Um, and again, um, we're definitely, I think, working through uh, some growing pains in bringing that in, you know, uh, both here in the UK and Ireland, as well as globally. Um, as we say, or as I said earlier, we do all of the handicapping for the USGA. That's I think 80 million, no, nearly 90 million rounds last year um, calculated uh, by Golf Genius for uh, the USGA. So we've got a fairly good uh, handle on that. But primarily what it's done um, for, the, for the landscape here in the UK is it's allowed many more people to come in and uh, offer uh, a service. It, it, it's, it's what we call standardised, uh, the, the, the handicapping solution. So previously, we were uh, not able to supply um, handicapping to customers. We can now do that. It's made a significant difference for the appeal of our product and, and the uptake of, uptake of our product uh, within golf clubs. Everybody now has the same way of doing it. Everybody gets a handicap from, uh, you know, the local union, England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales. Uh, they run their golf event. Through, through their uh, tournament management and they send everything back to the union. They calculate the next day, everybody's got that handicap and it's a much better system. It's, you know, personally, I think it's an easier system. I know I'm not, um, you know, uh, um, the only one uh, that thinks that. I know people think a lot different, but for me, it's a, it's a very good system. And, um, you know, we're, we're definitely working with the unions to, to get it, um, you know, adopted and understood. Uh, but it's a standard standardized and what that does is it brings in you know more competition more providers and that competition is is very good for the market it's very good for users and it's great for the players using the system because they get more choice so you handle you presumably have a license to you from england golf and you yep. can handle for your your customers you can handle the entire handicapping arrangement can you yeah so it's a very 
just it, it's it's quite it's quite simple. So uh, we have a license. We we enable all of our customers, you know, to use uh, WHS. Um, it all comes obviously from the local union, but you know, on the day of an event, um, you know, we will pull in automatically the uh, handicap, the up-to-date handicap for that person, apply it to the tournament, whatever tournament they're playing. Uh, scores are then um, uh, run and they're put into Golf Genius, either by player or by Golf Pro, Golf Manager. Button is pressed to complete tournament, prizes allocated, etc. And all of those scores go off to the local union at that point immediately. And overnight, um, calculations are done and new handicaps are available, uh, I think, four o'clock in uh, the following morning. Seamless process, um, and uh, it's been great. It's been great, I think, for for golf um, because it just enables a very simple system. Whereas before, there are eight, or I think there are eight uh, different providers calculating themselves uh, those scores and, and coming up with those handicaps. Now it's it's just one authority doing it, so it makes a lot of sense and it's very efficient. It seems to me that we're in a kind of middle ground at the moment. The um, the the change for technology has begun, as you've outlined through through COVID and WHS. Um, there still may be a number of clubs out there who are resisting that change, um, as there are others that are embracing it. Um, and that can put the club manager, I suppose, in a pretty tricky tradition, uh, tricky position. Sorry, yep. because we all know that uh, golf is not necessarily the quickest sport uh, when it comes to um, embracing change. I mean, how can the club manager get around this dilemma? Because presumably there'll be a number out there who'd be really keen to get Golf Genius in or or any other software provider, but perhaps there's a, a section of their membership that doesn't want to do that. And there's, there's resistance there at the moment. I mean, how, how can you guys guide the club manager through that dilemma? Well, I think, I think, um, yeah, there's more choice. There's more choice. There, there are a lot more. Let's just start on that point. There are a lot more companies, technology companies now coming into golf. Golf is, you know, 15 years ago, it wasn't very attractive. Today, it is attractive. They, people can see, you know, golfers, new golfers coming in. They can see the longevity of playing golf. So golf is now an upwardly mobile market. So that brings in lots of um, technology suppliers. Typically, those technology suppliers uh, don't try and do everything. They specialize in something like Golf Genius does. Golf Genius typically does uh, tournament management and handicapping. You know, uh, we work with, with a number of, you know, T-Cheap providers. BRS is very well known. Uh, Lightspeed, we have uh, other providers like, like Jonas, um, Concept. These people come in and they specialize in something and they're trying to do a, a complete job of answering a particular, you know, problem that a, a club manager can have. And, and the modern way now to do that is to integrate all of these solutions together. You know, there are there are, you know, some great products coming into the market, you know, um, people that look after, you know, golf subs, there's, there's uh, golf club subs, there's Obby Golf will look after health and safety. So there's lots of solutions out there and they're very easy to put together. Um, 
typically the club manager would have one solution that would look to do everything. Still a very important part and place for that in the market, but the, the golf club manager has now much more choice, which I think is a good thing. What we have to do is be very helpful to that club manager. We have to be very helpful in understanding wants, understanding current positions, understanding membership, and, and, and offering solutions that work and helping once they're in those those solutions to work. And you know, to your point, there are there is always going to be a section of people that do not like change. And those are the people who typically, you know, will, will voice those concerns. And again, we have to work with the with the managers. We've been proactive uh, on behalf of our um, uh, club managers to to engage with some of those members and talk to them about their concerns. Um, it's it's our our product is more than supplying just the software. We have to support. We call it the totality of the product. It's not just you know what you see on the screen. It's how we support it and work with the club managers to to help them uh, make the transition with their members. Yeah, and I've been a bit naughty in this conversation because I pitched this as technology against tradition and suggested that the two always butt heads to, uh, and that's not always the case, is it? I mean, it's not necessarily all or nothing um, for either clubs or members, is it? I mean, you've, you've talked about this before, about technology not being prescriptive. You can't force yep. this upon people, but but the idea that the two things are diametrically opposed and you can't have one without the other is is, is a fallacy, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, we work very hard um, when we talk to uh, our club managers. That you know, that everybody's um, everybody's uh, always sort of uh, attracted to the the digital and live scoring. Uh, but we've we've um, we we like and we we find it you know really satisfying to work with a club manager to provide the service that they want. Uh, and I mentioned it earlier, and a, and a very good example is uh, the work that we've done with uh, uh, Stuart and Rob up at Muirfield to give them a completely you know bespoke using the tools that we have a bespoke solution for the the different medals that they run. You can imagine you know that there's not. There's not the uptake to use uh, the app during uh, the event, but it, it helps in terms of following events and personalized scorecards and all those things have certainly helped. Uh, and we really we get a real kick out of being able to, you know, match our features to the requirements of uh, the golf club. And, you know, that that's what we're here to do. We're here to show that, you know, technology can make it as I say, more efficient, which is what the, the club, uh, club manager wants and can provide that, that experience for for the golfer. Uh, as, as Rory says, the golfer for all ages and uh, everybody can consume that technology in the way that they want to. Yeah, something specifically for golf clubs here. I mean, I, I, I imagine that one of the main things that you push when you meet golf clubs is the idea of them controlling their own data. And data is hugely important now, isn't it? In, today's society not only does it inform trends i mean it can basically tell us everything we want to know about a person depending on how far down the rabbit hole you go um, i mean is that one of the key 
issues for for you guys at Golf Genius in terms of embracing technologies. It gives golf clubs opportunities with data and, and then they can make more revenue out of that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody everybody really got focused um, on data when, you know, when GDPR came about. It sort of came to everybody's attention. Uh, for us, that was, a, again, uh, we call it a, a, a light shed moment. We, we've always championed very strongly that uh, all data is uh, totally under the ownership of the golf club and cannot and should not ever be used for any other purpose by any other party. Um, and, you know, um, we, when asked, we, we were always very adamant that we say to golf clubs, whether they are our customers or they're thinking of moving to our customers, that the data, um, their data is their data and they are the sole uh, owners of that data. That's the first part. The second part is uh, making use of that data. And it, it's not in a big brother way, but it's a way to understand uh, the, the first and the first way to do that is obviously to make, um, in our case, events more personal, you know, produce scorecards or apps which tell players, you know, obviously what the handicap is and what they tee. That's that's part of the new thing, but also where do they get shots? You know, leaderboards are part of that. It's creating using that data to create that better um, member or guest experience and typically initially through personalization but then offering services that you know surprise and uh, you know uh, make make those members and guests feel special and, and that's what data is there for so what's coming then i mean presumably you've seen uh, significant change just in the time that you've been at golf genius in the way that technology is being adopted by clubs and obviously we've talked earlier on about how covid19 and whs has just uh, accelerated that process if i asked you to get a crystal ball out and look at maybe five years in the future or even 10 years in the future i mean what 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 do you think it looks like for technology and golf am i going to come into a golf club in a decade's time and see a complete digital solution that that, that is there from the moment I park my car to the moment I leave? Um, I think I think a lot of uh, people uh, supplying technology would like to say that. Um, I think that that probably um, doesn't take into account uh, the speed at which uh, the golf clubs want to move. Um, it will certainly be it will certainly be possible to have things like that. As I say, there is a there is a real interest in uh, the golf industry people see the value um, of uh, the client base you know the length of time they're engaged in the in the game of golf so yes there, there will be much more technology that comes in um, personally i think what you'll see is uh, a move to uh, integrate or aggregate a lot of this technology into one solution uh, that suits uh, clubs and they can by mix and match uh, what they want into a, a, a bespoke solution uh, for them rather than have have only the option uh, to buy one to do everything and again there's 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 certainly and will always be a place for that as we call it uh, one throat to choke option but we will see i think uh, more integrated solutions offering the type of service that the club manager wants to put um, in front of members and guests. So 
that will be a change. Uh, there will definitely be more technology. Um, from our point of view, um, what are we trying to do? Uh, we're certainly where we started was uh, tournament management handicapping. You know, we've recently moved into retailing. We have a golf shop product. Um, this year we'll launch uh, a coaching product. Uh, we, we're very focused to help people, you know, if it's possible, make the game easier. If they, if, if we can do that, they'll play more. Uh, and we're, we're obviously very um, um, tied up in making uh, it easier and, and people to play more. Uh, we're also um, providing more products to help um, market the game, market events. We, we've recently um, announced, I think it was yesterday, a product called Golf Hub, which is there to help golf clubs uh, create directories and marketing centers to promote their uh, their events and um, we've also uh, recently um, acquired a business called uh, Twilight Golf Association which helps golf clubs to you know uh, create leagues to get people to come in and, and fill fill those tea times that um, you know that they're struggling to uh, fill maybe you know um, as I say in those uh, late evening spots so we're, we're focused on you know uh, helping uh, the golf manager, we, we've got a saying if we can replace a ring binder, that's probably a good product for us. So we see lots of technology coming in on all different levels and it's going to be, you know, uh, instigated by new new companies, new tech businesses coming in on offering solutions that, you know, previously uh, were not on offer or even thought of. Uh, and they'll all be able to be integrated onto, you know, one single solution for for the club it'll be as i say pick from the menu what you want and it'll be easy to apply to uh, each and every club yeah and, and presumably the pace of change will be determined by what golfers want what customers want ultimately yeah uh, ultimately well and it goes back to that uh, that debate about what uh, the the new audience wants uh, and they will obviously become you know um the dominant segment within the market and um, we are on a path to, uh, as we should all be, to deliver, you know, what the customer wants. And um, that that um, their requirement for uh, consumption of, of their leisure, golf, through digital means, you know, that's a path which is, is going one way and, and will, will quicken. So the market will force you know, the, the technology change, uh, no doubt about that. Well, if listeners out there haven't had the chance to experience Golf Genius, uh, other software providers are, of course, available. But if you haven't had the opportunity to um, experience Golf Genius, I, I'd urge you to have a look at it. There is something um, quite mesmerising about being in contention in a competition, looking at the live leaderboard on the 18th hole and knowing exactly what you've got to do. It feels like you're um, in a big golf tournament, it is quite an experience. So best of luck, Craig, to you and to Golf Genius in the future. And thanks for joining me on the From the Clubhouse podcast. Steve, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you know, um, I look forward to uh, the next time you, uh, you, you you get to play with Golf Genius. And as I say, I mean, the, the one thing I maybe should just ask, you know, it is all about competition. The more options uh, and competitors that we have, uh, means that the market will innovate. 
and the more innovation is uh, in the marketplace, uh, the better golf managers and uh, the members and the guests um, get. So it's, it's all about competition and, and it's something that we promote and um, we, uh, we will continue to innovate and we'll continue to try and uh, impress club managers and, uh, and their members. Cheers, Craig. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye.